0: Welcome to 5 minutes with Phil Routley. We just spent 3 posts talking about 1 Timothy 1:8. We know that the law is good if one uses it properly. But today we move to the next verse. We also know that the law is made not for the righteous. So if the law is not made for the righteous, who are the righteous? I'll get to that in my next post, but let's begin with why God gave us the law. By the time Moses arrived on the scene as their deliverer, the descendants of Abraham had been enslaved in Egypt for 430 years. For generations, they had no other home. After the 10th plague, the death of the firstborn of every family that did not follow God's instructions to mark their homes with the Lamb's blood, they were finally able to flee miraculously across the Red Sea and into the wilderness, numbering at least a million strong. God had blessed their numbers, but now it was time to define what their new home would look like as they approached and would be living in the promised land. God called Moses onto Mount Sinai and gave him two stone tablets containing what we call the Ten Commandments. Meanwhile, the people below were grumbling, which is something they did often and loudly. I have to wonder What their relationship was like with the God of Abraham throughout their captivity, how many of them even had one? I wouldn't be surprised if most felt abandoned by their God, and they had begun to worship others, even Pharaoh himself. Their slavery demonstrated that Pharaoh must be stronger than Yahweh, right? Or God would do something about it. Well, he was in the process of doing something as they grumbled, We want meat. We want garlic. Life was so much better in Egypt than in this desert. Who knows when Moses will return, if he will return. We should have stayed in Egypt as slaves. At least we had a God we could see. Let's make a golden calf so we can worship a God that we can see. We have lots of gold and silver that our masters gave us to make the plague stop. It's useless in the desert. Let's melt it down, make an idol, worship it. Maybe then God will actually hear our prayers. So they did. God was not happy. Neither was Moses. In fact, I can see Moses throwing those stone tablets at them. They shattered. God judged. And many died as a result. And Moses went back up the mountain to get another copy of the Ten Commandments. That doesn't sound like the law was made for the righteous, It was made for the rebellious. The law exposed their sin, their pride, their evil inclinations, and their selfishness. But here's the thing. None of us are righteous. Not you, not me. If our goal is to somehow impress God with our righteousness, we all fail. What the law does is expose the futility of somehow attaining a standard so good that God says, now there's someone I can relate with. The law helps us, the unrighteous, the rebellious, to see just how much we need a Savior. Think about it this way. If it was possible for you or me or anyone else to achieve a level of perfection so we could possibly deserve a permanent eternal presence in heaven with God, it never would have been necessary for Jesus to leave glory and become a man. We could have done it on our own. Why put the Son of God through all of that? Leaving glory, becoming an embryo, being born in a stable, having dirty diapers, being dependent on his mother's milk and his earthly father's love, a father he knew was not his biological father. Growing up as a little boy and then a teenager in his father's carpentry shop, going off to teach, to heal, to raise from the dead, to be rejected in his own town, and then comes the cross, All of that could have been avoided if we could only have been righteous on our own, but we cannot. That is how much God loves us. He gave us his son, Jesus Christ. The righteous gave his life for the unrighteous.